0: This is the Friends of Israel Today. I'm Steve Conover. And I'm Chris Katolka. And on the line is today's guest, Israeli tour guide, Tito Andajar. Tito, can you quickly tell our listeners why Christians should go to Israel?
1: There's a couple of reasons. First, historical one. Christianity is deeply rooted in Israel and Judaism, of course. And uh, from the 4th century onwards, there have been a huge movement of pilgrimage to bring a Christian to learn and uh, strengthen their faith. There's a second reason, it's to support Israel. I think these are the main
2: reasons. We look forward to having Tito with us. I was privileged to have him as a guide in Israel last March, and I'm sure you'll enjoy getting to know him throughout the program. Later, of course, apples of gold, but now, the news. Israel and Turkey's diplomatic
0: relationship may have thawed over the past few months, However, the renewed relationship doesn't mean the famous Siloam inscription is coming to Israel anytime soon. The Siloam inscription is a stone tablet found inside Hezekiah's tunnel, a man-made aqueduct commissioned by King Hezekiah himself in Jerusalem. It's mentioned in Second Kings chapter 20. Hezekiah's tunnel and the Hebrew inscription were found in the 1880s when the Ottomans ruled Jerusalem. The ancient Hebrew tablet was rushed to Istanbul after it was found and has remained there ever since. I say, let the Siloam inscription remain at the Istanbul Archaeology Museum as a sign to the nations that the Jewish people have had a special connection to Jerusalem,
2: a connection long before their country ever existed. Thanks, Chris. To listen to past programs or to read our notes for today's show, visit FOIRadio.org. Now let's join Chris and our guest Tito on the line from Tel Aviv, Israel.
0: Folks, we are speaking, and I have on the line a dear friend of mine, Tito Andajar. I've known Tito for for several years now. My very first trip to Israel in 2004 was with the Friends of Israel Gospel uh, Ministries Institute of Jewish Studies tour to Israel, and this was my first encounter with my first Israeli tour guide, Tito Andajar. And so, Tito, it's a long overdue time to finally have you on the radio program um, Tito, welcome, my friend. Thank you for being with us from Israel.
1: Thank you. It's a pleasure and a privilege for me.
0: Uh, Tito, you are—you've not just been my tour guide for many years, but you are also the Friends of Israel Gospel Ministries up to Jerusalem tour uh, tour guide. You—you—you you, you lead uh, the spring tour, I believe. Is that correct?
1: Yes, I lead the spring tour. Uh, so it's already how many springs? <laughs> More than ten years. <laughs>
0: It's, it's been many years, and, and the reason that we naturally gravitated to, to you, Tito, is because you're full of knowledge about... About uh, historical events in Israel, knowledge about biblical events in Israel, and and the modern state of Israel. But Tito, how long would you say it took for you to begin to understand the history of all that that Israel is made up of? You know, not just Jewish history, you being Jewish, but seeing the incorporation of Christian history as well, uh, and how that impacts a whole other community, uh, the Christian well, I
1: have to community. Say that uh, I almost. From the first year, I started to uh, specialize into uh, pilgrimages, that means Christian pilgrimages. So, from the beginning, I started to learn about uh, Christianity. I have to say, I'm learning every day. That means It's not something that I can say, that's it, I'm an expert, you cannot surprise me, I'm learning every day.
0: And I'm, th- I'm sure things are changing every day, too, as archaeologists are digging up new things. You always have to kind of, as a tour guide, correct me if I'm wrong, but you have to also keep up with credits and things of that nature to, to, to constantly be on the forefront of what's happening uh, in, in the history uh, in Israel as, as people are digging up new finds all the time.
1: It is amazing. That thing is amazing. It means it's not uh, uh, some... Uh some study that you learned something, and then now you know it and you can repeat it all the time. Every day, maybe exaggerate, but maybe every week, we have some new findings. Uh, they are digging up for electrical cable, and they find uh, a new church or a, a new an old synagogue or something like that that was not known before. So that's an amazing thing, and we have to be up to date all the time. There are many ways, you know, on the news or uh, speaking between guides. And we have special programs of Ministry of Tourism to teach us new things every
0: year. Tito, I, I was wondering, you, you know, you love to engage people with the archaeology that you find. You know, what are some ways that you do that? What are some ways that you incorporate the archaeology that's out there with the people that are following you around on a, on a, t- uh, on a typical yeah. tour?
1: <laughs> yes, you know that I'm, uh, I am I have a big hobby, which is uh, antiquity and uh, collecting and uh, uh, coins and uh, pottery. So uh, I found that it was uh, multiplying by I don't know which number the experience of people when only they hear about uh, uh, about uh, history but they actually can touch it. You can't imagine how people are, are thrilled when I, I get a coin that's uh, at the moment where I'm teaching about uh, uh, Jesus asking the people whose coin is it? Uh, and uh, people answer uh, it is Caesar's, and then you show that coin. That's that's amazing. That enhances so much the guiding.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a visual illustration for people to see that this isn't just a story in the New Testament or even in the Old Testament, um, but it's an actual event that took place. And there are, are artifacts for people to connect the dots with. Another thing that I was thinking too, Tito, is a lot of people are probably listening right now, and they're wondering. You know, I I want to go to Israel. It's been something on my heart as a Christian for a very, very long time, but I am just scared to death to go to Israel. You know, how can you alleviate some of those fears for people listening right now?
1: Uh, First, uh, I would say that these fears, I've heard them for as long as my career is. That means for the last 36 years, I've heard people telling me that when they say that they thought they were going to Israel, people around them told them, don't go, it's dangerous. We are talking 36 years ago, and they know that, from colleagues of mine from all the time. Israel has always been seen as a, a dangerous place, although it's not more dangerous than any other place in the world. looks like uh, we have a very uh, interesting case of media who want to create some drama in the Middle East and give an idea of Israel as a dangerous place. You know, I, I grew up here, and my children are going to school every day, and we are going to, to visit friends, and we party, and we do. A million thing that everybody does, and uh, so far. Uh I'm still uh,
0: uh, well and keeping. You know, I remember, Tito, a few years ago, the church that I was going to in Dallas sat under your teaching when they came to Israel and uh, you guided them and they invited you and your family to come to the United States and you came. And I I remember you telling me that, uh, you know, you were telling some of your colleagues, this is back in 2012, that, uh, you know, I'm going to America to visit. A church in Dallas, and <laughs> and they looked at you like you were crazy. Can you tell why? Yes. Can you tell the people why they thought you were crazy?
1: Yes, uh, actually, there was, uh, you know, all all of the time we hear of people being killed or some crazy guy going and shooting people all around. And actually, Israelis think the same. They think that it's dangerous to go to the United States. And they were telling me, maybe you should postpone or something like that. <laughs> That's right. So again, it's yes. really funny. The moment uh, it looks like uh, uh, the way the media has to emphasize an event that is pinpointed in one place, looks uh, make it look like it is all over.
3: Right.
0: And of course, it's not true. And so, it's 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 not just Americans feeling that way about Israel. It's also Israelis feeling that way about events that are happening here in America as well.
1: Exactly, exactly. And, and of course, both are
0: wrong. Both are wrong. That's right. It's exactly true, my friends. We're talking with Tito Andajar, expert tour guide in Israel, a dear friend of mine. When we come back, we're Tito and I are going to unhash a little bit the the fun. Um, of the tour for the Friends of Israel. We're going to talk about the Up to Jerusalem tour, what makes it unique, and why you need to be going. So stick around.
2: Have you ever wanted to visit Israel? Since 1977, the Friends of Israel Gospel Ministry has been leading tours to the land of the Bible. Why not make this year your year? Walk where Jesus walked, visit ancient biblical sites, and learn from our experienced Israeli tour guides and expert Bible teachers from the Friends of Israel. You'll watch the words in your Bible come to life. So what makes our Up to Jerusalem tour so unique? You'll not only tour the places
0: of the Bible, but you'll also learn about the modern miracle, the State of Israel, and you'll meet the people that call it home. To find out more information or to explore our Up to Jerusalem itinerary, visit FOIRadio.org. We're back with Tito and Dejar. Tito, uh, I'm I'm sitting here and I'm looking at our March and April Up to Jerusalem tour brochure. And one of the things that I love about the Friends of Israel is that we don't just focus on the biblical sites. We go to lots of biblical sites. But as the Friends of Israel, we also try our best to focus on some of the modern sites of Israel as well. In your experience with leading tours for the Friends of Israel, what are some of the biblical sites that we, we go to, and what are some of the more modern sites that some other tours probably don't visit that much?
1: Oh, yeah, there's a, a few uh, uh, biblical places that are um, that are typical. Uh, you know what? You will be surprised if I tell you that most of the tours don't go to the city of David, where it all began, going into the Tunnel of Hezekiah and the up. You know, it's a, it's, it's a little hassle. You have to, to remove your shoes and go into, the, and into cold water in the darkness, rent into in a tunnel. But an experience like that, 2,000 years old, uh, tunnel of Hezekiah is something that you should miss. And sadly, a lot of groups are missing that.
0: Do a lot of groups go to, uh, um, you know, the, you're talking about Hezekiah's tunnel and the city of David, but do a lot of groups go to places like Independence Hall? For uh, for Israel's uh, independence.
1: Yeah, we're talking about biblical on modern things, of course, independence hall um, with the uh, reenactment of the declaration of independence there yeah, in Tel Aviv. Uh, there's uh, also one thing that I think is really really touching is of course uh, the planting of trees. Planting of trees in the forest of Israel, uh, in the forest of the friends of Israel, is something amazing. People never will never forget part of their roots literally
0: are in Israel. That's that's an amazing part of our tour. And what what we like to do is to have our tour uh, participants engage in planting trees in in some of the forests that are around Israel. We purchase the trees, and then we actually, with our very own hands, plant those trees in Israel. And and I love what Tito said. You know, it's a way to keep their roots. Even though Christians don't live, uh, that come over with the Friends of Israel, don't live in Israel, they are planting roots many ways in the land of Israel while they're there. Tito, what is a great biblical site that the Friends of Israel goes to uh, that is always an encouraging place uh, that some of our audience could hear?
1: Um, I think uh, the ones like uh, Kerdan and um, Megiddo, these are really important. And and, uh, Friends of Israel never miss uh, these uh, visits. Uh, Gamla is another one that is uh, really typical of uh, of, it's a little bit off the way on the Golan Heights, but it tells about the about the the last uh, rebels on uh, on a place that uh, collapsed about uh, two thousand years ago, and it's part of uh, the Jewish uh, revolt. So Gamla is uh, usually not not visited by most of the groups, and uh, we do it with the Friends of Israel.
0: Yeah, and I love going to Gamla because it's one of those places, you know, in the Bible it says that Jesus— visited several synagogues throughout the area of Galilee, and, you know, we have our particular cities that we know along that area, like Capernaum, but then there's that one synagogue that they found that's kind of off into Gamla, where we can we can assume in many ways that Jesus would have visited that area. And there's a synagogue, uh, an ancient synagogue that dates back to the time of Jesus, uh, um, that he could have potentially visited, and we get a chance to put our feet down there and and see that City.
1: Actually, we have a competitor to the synagogue, which you have heard of the excavation of Magdala. Yes. And, uh, and the synagogue that were uncovered there is ex- exactly from the, the time of Jesus, and today it's growing a lot and a lot of people. And that's a new excavation we're talking about.
0: And one of the other great areas is we're talking about the area of the Galilee, Tito, is our Friends of Israel tour always puts people in the middle of the Galilee by p- going on a boat ride. Is that right?
1: Yeah, literally, yes. Yeah. Uh, but, but right, you know, it adds to the experience, because we are talking of, um, you know, we Jerusalem is amazing, of course, but it's a modern city with noise, with people, with uh, thousands of people. Where you're in Galilee, you are literally in the Bible landscape. Little have changed. The sea, the same sea. The boats are more or less the same. And the experience of <laughs> being on a boat. <laughs> yeah.
0: You agree with me? I do, that, that Jesus had a great a great yeah. motor on his boat. <laughs> okay,
1: okay. Let's say uh, without <laughs> a motor, <laughs> but still, still sailing on the on the sea. You know, we have this moment where we turn off uh, the engine, just to feel the, to hear the no, to hear the noise of the water, or just to hear each other or the silence around us. So well, that's one thing that uh, people uh, typically remember: being on the Sea of Galilee, exactly like the description in the New Testament. There's no big changes. The mountains are the same mountains. The lake is there. Uh, Everything is giving this experience of being back in the time of the Bible.
0: You know, from Jerusalem down to the Dead Sea and even up to the Sea of Galilee, the Friends of Israel tries to spread our nets wide to make sure that somebody who travels with us gets an expert guide like tito explaining all the various sites the history of the sites the biblical history of the sites and then also we get a chance to engage with the modern state of israel as well and tito is never shy to share about some of his opinions on events that are happening in the modern sense as well which is great about having him on board tito could you give one more element to our our audience here you know, you lead many, many, many tours. You have many different groups that come in that are not from the Friends of Israel. But what makes a Friends of Israel tour unique, uh, from your perspective as an Israeli tour guide?
1: Um, there's first. First, uh, we have to say that I'm I'm biased, and the reason I'm biased because I've, I've I get uh, these, such this attention, and uh, I'm the, the guide is put on top of a pedestal. What okay. you are doing right now and. Uh, it's it's of course very flattering, and uh, the idea that we are um, really uh, are the most important person in the tour, and which in a way uh, uh, it's not com- completely uh, completely uh, uh, completely false. That means not uh, as a, a human being, but at a, as an um, ambassador for this country. So uh, really, we get all the, the help and the tools from the Friends of Israel to express ourselves. And to prepare the people for a tour, they are going to uh, to be maybe the only one in their life. So that's one thing. Another thing that I, I like is of course is that that the uh, the Jim um, I've I've seen I've uh, I've been guiding the uh, tours of the friends of Israel always with a manager coming. You know, most of the tours are sent from some agency with someone or without anybody. Uh, to uh, be uh, and be in charge of the people. Here we have the, the actual manager coming with every tour of the Friends of Israel. I'm, I know it must be very difficult for them to do that, to leave their other works as manager, but to be in charge of the tour, and even you know, of the little details, is what makes uh, Friends of Israel so special.
0: That's my opinion. That's great, Tito. Thank you so much, and we value, uh, we really value all that you have to do and all that you do for the Friends of Israel when we arrive. Um, My friends up to Jerusalem tour, the friends of Israel up to Jerusalem tour goes twice a year, once in the spring and once in the fall. Our registration is closing fast for our spring trip, which is coming up on March 24th through April 3rd, 2017. You can go to FOIRadio.org to find out more information on how you can get on this particular trip, and Tito will be involved with this tour. We also lead one in the fall, and there will be more information coming online as we get closer to that date. But I want to thank Tito so much for taking the time, especially with the time difference to be on our radio program to share a little bit about what it's like being an Israeli tour guide and how it is interacting with us and sharing his knowledge with us. Tito, thank you very
1: much. Thank you very much. You are most welcome here. You are at home when you come to Israel.
2: Israel, on the verge of becoming a state, a teenage Holocaust survivor arrives on her shores alone. His name is Sfi Kalisher. Little did he know his search for a new life in the Holy Land would lead him to the Messiah. Sve, enthusiastic to share his faith, engaged others in spiritual conversations, many of which can be found in our magazine, Israel, My Glory. While Sve is now in the presence of his Savior, his collected writings from well over 50 years of ministry continue to encourage believers worldwide. Now, Apples of Gold, a dramatic reading from the life of Zvi.
3: Our little David just finished kindergarten, but before he finished, he caused quite a furor. At lunch every day when David said grace, he finished with the words, B'Shem Yeshua HaMashach in the name of Jesus the Messiah. One day his teacher asked him, Who is Yeshua? David answered, Jesus is the greatest in heaven. Then his teacher asked, And who taught you to pray this way? My father, he answered. One day when I came home from work, David's teacher was waiting for me. Do you know why I came? She inquired. I would like to know about your child's prayer, which always ends with the words, In the name of Jesus the Messiah. I asked her, "'Is that against school regulations?' "'No,' she said. "'But it is not customary for a Jewish child to pray this way. "'Do you belong to a new, unknown sect in Israel?' "'No, it began right here in Jerusalem.' "'Oh, I am surprised I have not heard about it until now.' "'This is no strange faith,' I said.' It is the faith of the prophets and of many Jews who live in the first century. It is the faith which I hope many Jews will accept in the future. The teacher said, Now I understand you. You are speaking about the Christian religion. Now I see that you taught little David to pray this way. Is it fair to fill a little child's head with this? I said, If I do not fill his head and heart, with what is right and good, then others will fill him with things which will not be so good for him or for our nation. What I believe in was taught and predicted by our prophets. There are many others who believe like we do. You have estranged yourself and your children from our nation. No, I answered. Quite the contrary. The more I know my Bible and believe in Messiah, the closer I feel to my people. My wife offered her tea and we sat down. Then the mailman came with a registered letter. It was a government order to report for military service. I showed it to her and said, You see... I have not become estranged from my people. I often risk my life for our nation. This is true of many others who believe like I do. After that, the teacher became friendlier, especially after my children played for her on their musical instruments, the guitar, the piano, the mandolin, and the flute. Our children played the words of Psalm one hundred and eighteen twenty-six. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. The teacher liked it very much. She even asked for my permission that they might play at the kindergarten graduation ceremony before the start of vacation. Of course, I told her they would be glad to do so. She left our home impressed with what she had heard and seen. This was the way our five-year-old David gave his testimony for the Lord without even knowing it.
2: We'd like to thank Tito Andujar for being with us today. Our March tour is filling up fast. There are seats available, but time is limited. We hope you'll join us for the trip of a lifetime. To find out more about the tour and other ways to connect with us, visit foiradio.org. Or you can call our listener line at 888-343-6940. That's 888-343-6940. Write to us at FOI Radio, PO Box 914, Belmar, New Jersey, 08099. Quickly again, that's FOI Radio, P.O. Box 914, Belmar, New Jersey, 08099. Our host and teacher is Chris Katolka. Today's program was produced by Tom Galeone, co-written by Sarah Fern, Mike Kellogg, Red Apples of Gold, and our theme music was composed and performed by Jeremy Strong. I'm Steve Conover, executive producer. The Friends of Israel today is a production of the Friends of Israel Gospel Ministry. We are a worldwide Christian ministry communicating biblical truth about Israel and the Messiah while fostering solidarity with the Jewish people.